So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Okay, this one from Bob from Vegas. I love the guests, the content, and the knowledge sharing. Keep up the good work. Robert Little, Remax. Las Vegas, five stars. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want, or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest coming from New York City. I got Mr. Anthony Lolly on the line. And Anthony is a true real estate mogul. He wrote The Heart of the Deal little spin on the art of the deal by Donald Trump. And he's a pretty big deal out in New York City. He owns 40 commercial buildings that he rents out. He's been in real estate essentially his whole life. Has a company called Rapid Realty. It's uh, one of the fastest growing franchises in America today with, uh, I believe, over 75 offices and growing fast. And I'm going to let him introduce himself a little bit more. But without further ado, Anthony, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Hey, Anthony, why don't you give our audience a little background on you so they can get to know you better? Well, I started in the real estate industry when I was 19 years old. I took uh, one of these uh, real estate uh, salesperson licensing crash courses, and I decided that uh, this was it. I was going to plant my roots in the industry. So what I did was at the age of 19, I got a real estate license, became a real estate agent, started uh, selling and renting homes. And uh, eventually, after two years in the industry of being a top performing agent, I started my own firm, called it Rapid Realty at the age of 21. And then I also started a real estate school that became the second largest real estate school uh, and uh, licensed over 45,000 people for the mandatory licensing exam. And I uh, started a billboard company, started buying real estate. At 21, I bought my first property where I hung my shingle and, and called the uh, Rapid Realty. I put my office there. And then I decided to franchise my company about nine years ago. And it became one of the fastest growing companies in America where over 105 people have tattooed the company logo on themselves. And then, of course, just uh, this year, I authored a book called The Heart of the Deal. <laughs> that, that, I'm going to slow you down a little bit. Okay. So do you have a Rapid Realty tattoo? I have no tattoos, no tattoos. So, but 105 people got a tattoo, a real tattoo that says Rapid Realty. Yeah. How'd, you, how'd that happen? Well, it was interesting. There was uh, one of our real estate agents, because uh, we do a residential and commercial rental. So one of our real estate agents rented a commercial space to a tattoo artist. And the tattoo artist was blown away by the customer service. He wanted to extend his gratitude and offer him a free tattoo. He said, what do you want? He said, I want my company logo because my company changed my life. So he called me over while in the middle of him getting the tattoo. He said, hey, you got to check this out, Anthony. I'm doing something. 
I said, all right, I, I drove over there. And I said, wow, this is amazing. It looks awesome. What, what, what can I do for you? He says, I don't want you to do anything for me, Anthony. I love it. You've been great to me. The company's been great to me. It changed my life. And then I said, well, listen, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a higher commission split on your transactions moving forward, including this one. And uh, when everybody else heard about it, they said, I want a tattoo too, because I want a higher commission split. So it just uh, took off from there. And the story went internationally viral. I mean, it literally, we were on the Today Show and all sorts of different news outlets. It was a pretty uh, phenomenal thing. You know, every company or every person hopes to have a viral story, a positive viral story. And so we were very lucky to have this. So, yeah, I, a matter of fact, now that you say this, something's coming to my mind. I think I saw something on that. Like, give me an example. Like, what, since it's, you know, it's obviously known, so it's not a secret. So, like, at your company, you start out at X. What, what is the commission? And then what is the commission when you get the tattoo? Well, they get a 15% increase in their commission. So, you know, there's many ways they can get a high commission split. It's not just getting the tattoo they can do acts of brand ambassadorship, you know, donate to a charity or have some rapid realty people volunteer at a charity or just performance based. They can land a certain amount of deals to achieve the higher commission split benchmark. But the most accelerated and fastest way is to get the tattoo. So uh, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want to get the job done really fast, you get the tattoo. I love that. That's incredible. First time I've ever heard it. And that's, that's fun stuff. So what I wanted to talk to you today about is negotiating, right? Because, you know, I actually, I have a, a online learning platform called Rebus University. And, you know, we ask a lot of our students, what would you like to, what are we missing? What class are we missing? And, you know, quite frankly, several of them have said you're missing a negotiation course. And so I wanted to get some nitty gritty on some negotiation. Can, can we pretend that I am a buyer buying a house and you are my real estate agent and you're going to give me advice on negotiating? Okay. If you're a buyer and I'm trying to get the listing, is that what you're saying? I'm the no, real no, no. estate agent. So you're listing. working with me. Yeah. And I'm trying to buy a house. We've looked, we're looking at we looked at 10 houses and uh, I want to, I'm ready to put an offer on a house. It's listed at 600 grand. Anthony, this house is listed at 600 grand. What should I make my offer? Well, first of all, you want to do your due diligence on the property. You want to see how long it's been on the market. You want to see if there's any liens or violations. You want to go into whatever database of the state you're in that allows you to see the existing mortgage or what the mortgage was, you want to make some principal pay down assumptions of, of how much you think is left in the principal of the mortgage. So you kind of know what the seller is going to walk away with. First, you have to know if there's even any leveraging point that you do have, you know, because a lot of times uh, sellers are selling where they purchased on the peak of the market. So if there's no wiggle room in terms of you negotiating, in the example you gave, if the guy has a $550,000 more existing mortgage, there's only so much you can negotiate when the person has to pay off their lender. So that's first and foremost. You want to see what they're walking away with. The second thing is you want to kind of know who your opponent is. What is their transition plan? So let's assume in this scenario, they don't have that much money left on the mortgage. They're going to walk away with maybe two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. What's their transition plan? You know, are they looking to buy something else with that money? Are they looking to invest? Are they looking to retire? Uh, so those play a major role in terms of how much you can kind of draw blood from a rock, so to say. Yeah. Yeah. I like both of those. Number one, you know, 
guys listening, you can get the number one's information. I know like in the state of Maryland, where I own a lot of properties, there's a, there's a website, marylandlandrec.org or something like that, .com maybe, and it's free. You get a membership and you can pull up all the documents from settlement. It'll show how much the mortgage was, you figure out the principal pay down, like Anthony said, and then you can figure out what they owe on the mortgage. The second one's a little more difficult. Um, you know, how do you get that, Anthony, other than just asking the agent on the other end, you know, why are they selling? Or is that, is that the answer? Well, first of all, I love social media. You can really look at the seller's social media, take a look at their situation. If they're older, uh, obviously they're looking to retire. If you, if you have access to their Facebook or their Instagram, you can kind of see if maybe they're, they have a life event. Maybe their children just had children, then their grandparents. Maybe they're looking to move or relocate or be closer to their grandchildren. All those things, you know, the, today's the information age. You can really take a look at what the story is. LinkedIn, look at the seller. Maybe they're working. Maybe they're approaching their 20 or 25th year in their career. Maybe they're looking to retire. So those kind of things, besides talking to the actual real estate agent that's representing the seller, you can do your own research on the back end and just really kind of eyeballing and, and taking a look at what you think, what your instinct tells you. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now you have what they owe. Now you understand why they're moving. What do you do next? Okay. So once you understand, well, it all depends on what, what that determination is, right? Yeah. So give me the scenario of what the determination is. So it's 600 is. grand. They owe 450 and they're moving because they're, they're moving from New York City to South Carolina because uh, they're downsizing. Okay, great. So you want to see, first of all, again, information and intel is, is critical. So are they in contract with the new property? Is this sale very critical? Do, do, is there a time of the essence clause in the property they're in contract in? Or are they waiting to find the property until they sell? You know, what, what the story is on that end. That's, that's the key factor. So, you know, I think also it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, just try. Go for it. You know, make a lowball offer. See where it gets you. Uh, I think that it's important that when you're making an offer that they know that the offer is real. I like to call it the bird in the hand. So if, if the seller knows that this is a real bird in the hand. After you get all your intel, you must make sure that they know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the offer you're making is very, very real and can happen in a timely manner. If you don't transcribe that information to the seller or the seller's rep, then your offer, no matter what it is, is as good as nothing. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Thank you.
Okay, so how do you do that? Well, first of all, there's depends on on the power your purchasing power, right? Are you purchasing cash? Are you purchasing through some sort of lending instrument? Well, let's if say you're getting a loan, right? So how do how do I do the bird in the hand? Uh, if I'm getting a loan, I'm putting ten percent down, and you know, but I'm serious. Okay. Well, there's different there's different techniques. Number one, you want to get you know make sure that your loan officer is giving you some sort of a concrete, no BS loan commitment letter that the bank is really committing to you to X amount of dollars. The other secret sauce, which is a very dangerous one, is to put in 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 the offer letter a sweet down payment, but also a no loan contingency clause which is very, very dangerous, but it's also letting the seller know and the seller's rep know, I want this property so much that I'm willing to go into contract and lose my down payment if I don't get the financing. That's how confident I am in the financing. I love it. So a fat down payment, big as you're comfortable with, some, sometimes even whatever you're you're down. I mean, if, if you're putting 10% down, why not write a deposit check for 10%, right? Put your money where your mouth is, essentially is what Anthony is saying. And then, and then a, a letter, and not a pre-qual letter, but a pre-approved letter or an approval letter that says, you know, there is no, no way that this deal is going to fall through. And if you're, again, won't ready to put your money where your mouth is, just strike a big X through the financing clause. And then make the low ball, then pull the trigger. Okay, so what's your definition of a low ball? My definition of a low ball is something like fifty to $100,000 under asking price. Okay, and just make it and then let the chips fall where they may. That's it. Yeah, there's no, no, there's, uh, no place to go but up from there, so you might as well go low. All right. So now let's say you're the seller. Let's say you're on the other side. This house is 600. You're moving to South Carolina. You owe 450 on it. Some knucklehead comes in, makes a low ball offer of 500. How do you negotiate up? Well, if I'm the seller or if I'm representing the seller, I turn around and I take a look at the financials of the buyer. I take a look at the pre-qual letter. I can see how much they are pre-qualified to buy. Now, most people that are buyers don't have a friend in the mortgage business that will kind of make the prequal letter right at that sweet spot of the offer. So you're going to get a prequal letter for whatever you qualify to buy. So if right. I see qualify to buy more, I can say, hey, guys, you know, but I can also come back with the comparables. You know, if I have my comps, if the realtor that's representing me or if I'm representing myself, if I have the comps, I can show, you know, what this property was at during the high times of the real estate market, what it's at currently, what the properties in the area are trading for, what the differentiators are between my property and other properties, what the properties on the market are going for now. Uh, so I can do a pound for pound analysis and make that argument. But more importantly, I can show if the realtor is representing me correctly, I can show how many more open houses I have coming up next week the week after, how much marketing is going on, where my property is being marketed. It's only a matter of time before somebody buys this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the key, right? You gotta, you've got to show what's coming in the future and that, you know, you don't need this lowball offer. Exactly. You know, I can show, first of all, that I'm very comfortable. I, I don't need to, I'm motivated to sell, but I don't need to sell for a lowball offer. Or I can honestly, I can take an honest approach. 
I can say, hey, I'm looking to transition to Florida. I'm looking to go here. I need, this is the property. I need this much money to make this move. I'm only motivated to sell to you at this price because of this reason. Sometimes honesty is the best approach to say, you know, to show rationale and reason as to why I'm asking this number. I'm not looking to go to Vegas with the winnings of my sale, but actually, you know, roll this money over into something else. Yeah. You know, I heard one person, a matter of fact, it was Chris Christie. He says, he says it's, it's harder to hate up close. Right. And I think that applies to negotiating, right? Yeah, absolutely. When you're being honest and, and upfront, you know, people lie when they think they can't get what they want by telling the truth. But the truth is just sometimes the truth shall set you free, as they say, just be honest. And then uh, people, you know, come from reason and understanding. And, and Yeah, they don't. I mean, if, if you're saying, hey, you know, this is all the money we have and we're moving to South Carolina and we're 74 years old, you know, some people might not call that a negotiating tactic, but it, it certainly is, right? Sure it is. Certainly Absolutely. is. Okay. So let's talk about some examples you've had, Anthony, firsthand. You know, you own you, you own a lot of buildings in New York City. You bought and sold real estate your whole life. Give me an example of, of, a, of a deal you did where you felt like you negotiated the deal and tell me the story behind that. Oh, so many different deals. I did one deal uh, recently where I actually put the building under contract and I went in and while under contract, renovated the entire building. Uh, I negotiated buyouts of all the existing tenants and I continued to pay the rent of what the previous tenants were paying to the seller. Uh, and then when I renovated the building, I was able to secure financing for almost twice what I was paying for it because of all the major capital improvements that I made. So I actually walked away with money on that deal. And that was a pretty fun deal. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And you had to have a lot of faith, right? And I guess you had to structure it. So, so because you didn't own the thing. I didn't own the thing. And it was funny, the, uh, the seller was actually an attorney. So I had to be extra crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you make sure you don't get ripped off when you're selling your properties? Well, you know, it's very difficult to rip off a seller. You know what your price is, you know what you want, you know what the terms are, especially if you're a seasoned seller. It's pretty simple. As a seller of uh, investment property, you're either doing a 1031 exchange where you're looking to roll over the money, so you definitely need X amount of uh, dollars, or you have some sort of a transition plan as to what you, what you plan on doing with the, with the money after capital gains. So you, when you're an seasoned seller, it's very, very difficult to pull the wool over your eyes. You're in total yeah. control. The seller right. has total control the entire time. You can say yes or no at any moment. Absolutely. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. 
That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Okay, tell me about the heart of the deal. What, uh, you know, I, I love the take on the art of the deal. Now, why don't you explain what it is, what the book's about, that sort of thing? Uh, well, the heart of the deal is basically a book. First of all, it's autobiographical. The first couple chapters tells you about my story. Then it gets into, you know, tips and tricks of uh, real estate, how to negotiate, how to, you know, people underestimate how important negotiation is, no matter what industry you're in. I don't care if you're a chef looking to open up a chain of restaurants, you need to negotiate your leases, you need to negotiate salaries, you need to negotiate. So negotiation is so important in life. So it goes into negotiation. It tells you some of the stories of me being a landlord. It really coaches you uh, if you're looking to become a real estate investor. It tells you about the different types of investment uh, properties you can get into, whether it's residential, uh, multifamily, or retail, or hotel, or, or industrial it goes in depth in that, but it also talks about leadership, you know, and, and it's really broad because it, it speaks to any type of industry, but specifically to the real estate industry. If you want to become a thought leader or an industry leader in the business, what it's like to hire staff, you're talking to a guy, again, what we talked about earlier, 105 people tattooed the company logo on them. So it talks about branding. It talks about social media. It talks about adversity, a lot of challenges and adversities that I've had in my career from building fires to people falling downstairs to all sorts of treachery that has happened from top staff members. <laughs> treachery. Yeah. It, it, it really dives deep into, uh, you know, the highs and lows of, uh, of an entrepreneur and more importantly, real estate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what makes Rapid Realty? First of all, how many agents do you got at Rapid? About 1,100. 1,100 agents. And uh, how many offices? 70. 75. 70 offices. Five okay. Open. okay. And, and how long, how, would you say nine years it's, it's been there? Yeah. Well, I've been in the real estate industry since I was 19 years old. I just turned 40 in August. So what is that? 21 years. And uh, so Rapid has been around for quite a while, about 18 years. I franchised it about eight years ago. So it's a franchise about eight years now. And so we're a national company. We're in New York, New Jersey. We're in Atlanta. We're in Miami. We're in Dallas, Texas. So uh, we're really growing. Okay. That's, that's awesome. And what would you say your unique selling proposition is at Rapid Realty? What makes you different, say, than a Remax or Keller Williams or, you know, Berkshire Hathaway? Well, we look at some of those brands like McDonald's and Burger King's and Wendy's of the world. They're iconic brands that have been around for a long time. But we're like the Subway sandwich, you know, and Subway's has 40,000 locations nationally. Wow. And took the, the franchise industry by storm. We're more of a sporty franchise. We cater to more of a youthful vigor. We call ourselves a younger company. So we cater to a lot of millennials and Generation Y folks. And the reality is, is that we, we take a uh, rental centric approach. You know, rentals are really hot right now. So although we do a tremendous amount of sales, but we do a lot, our bread and butter is residential and retail rentals. So that makes us different. But also the fact that we 
don't cater to experienced agents. Literally, we focus primarily on people that have never done real estate before. So we build our agents where some of these other brands, they like to poach from each other. So they'll take a top performing agent, steal them away, and they're just kind of, you know, playing musical chairs from firm to firm. We actually take the time to, to harvest and grow our own talent and really pour our resources and our energy into them so that they can become successful in real estate and lifelong career. And they eventually become franchise owners. You know, one of the things that I like about Domino's Pizza, if you order one, if you look in the Domino's Pizza box, it tells you that 95% of the, of the franchisees actually were delivery people <laughs> delivering <laughs> the Domino's Pizza. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you, you say, hey, you're an agent. I want you to open a franchise. And how do you do that? That's interesting. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, we, we make sure that they are good in the business, good enough to be able to own a franchise, that they right. have volume of transactions. And we, if they don't have the financing, we allow, align them with financing. We put them with somebody that can actually be like a silent partner, or we provide a financing vehicle for them to open up their own franchise. So although real estate is virtual nowadays, we like our brick and mortar stores. So we're very big on brick and mortar. So if you follow us on social media or me personally on social media, you'll see all of our retail storefront locations right front and center in every major metropolitan market that we want to be in and, and typically on the strip. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, Anthony, I really appreciate you coming on today. This has been some great advice on negotiating and everything else. I wish you the best of luck at Rapid there. And if I'm ever in New York City, we'll have to uh, get together and break some bread. Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants is Fogo de Chao. It's a Brazilian steakhouse it's pretty awesome they, they don't they don't stop bringing the meat you know i don't know if you've ever been to one of them. yeah yeah i've been to one they got one in baltimore city and it's like overwhelming yeah. yeah yeah i love it but uh but but thank you for having me on your show and i think it shows like yours that really help uh people in the industry whether it's a seller or a buyer or a real estate agent it shows like yours that really speak to the real estate community to help educate people and really provide a, a wonderful service and, and thank you for having me on your show you're welcome. And everything that Anthony and I talked about today will be on hybendigital.com backslash Anthony Lolly. And that's L-O-L-L-I, like lollipop, two L's. Hybendigital.com backslash Anthony Lolly. All his information, link to his book, everything will be in the show notes there so you guys can get it. Anthony, great having you. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.